Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Voilà. Euh, une image de mon jardin bucolique. Et dans le fond, des tirs. Dans la favela du dessous, les favelas. What were we listening to now? I was making a little small video for my children, <laughs> showing my garden, and uh, it was uh, shooting time uh, that uh, that longed about um, half an hour, uh, very alimented by uh, by shoots uh, from one side to the other. I don't know wh wh where. I don't know where. There are shootings in other places too, and even in the southern part of the town. Um, but it's not a war. But it's a war. But it's not a war. <laughs> and so uh, that's very difficult to be, to understand what's happening. Yeah, what is happening in Rio de Janeiro? In this episode of Natluft, we're in Brazil. More specifically, in an area called Santa Teresa, in the state of Rio de Janeiro. I wanted to talk to locals about the city and the difference between the north and the south part. I wanted to see something else than just Copacabana Beach or Ipanema. Well, I didn't have to look for very long. Not only is the city surrounded with mountains, and in the mountains, you'll see the favelas. The people who live there have their own rules, their own regulations. But you don't have to visit a favela to see that this city has some serious problems when it comes to poverty. Just driving from the airport and looking out through the window is enough, really. Today, I'll be talking to Perola Bonfanti, who's using art as a tool to make a change. I will also be visiting a special art project in a favela. But first, let's talk about that mobile phone recording we just heard. Do you want to tell me your name and uh, where we're sitting right now? Okay, my name is Philippe Notombe. I'm Belgian. Um, I'm in, in Brazil since about six years. And we are uh, in Santa Teresa, in a very interesting place. That's a very nice big house with a terrace and some, uh, some trees and mangoes uh, that are falling down now because it's a good time for them. And just down uh, our place, we have a, a fantastic view on uh, the northern zone um, of Rio de Janeiro. That's uh, the less known Rio de Janeiro than the southern one, uh, where everybody is uh, coming at least at that time for Carnaval and for a New Year. Yeah, so famous Cubacabana is... Uh, South. And famous Copacabana is really the, we would say, the more European style or North American style uh, town, part of the town, yes. Copacabana, Ipanema, Leblon, uh, Flamengo, all those, all, all along the beaches. While you arrive in Rio de Janeiro, after being uh, very touched by the, the situation, by the forest, by the town, by the ocean, and all the, these beauties, um, you can remain ignorant of a real part of Rio de Janeiro, that's the northern part. And there's a mountain that cuts, uh, like a curtain, the southern and the northern part. Most of the persons uh, living, born and still living in the southern part, don't know the northern part. 
they know just by crossing to go to Petropolis, Teresopolis, São Paulo, uh, or, or by bus or, or car, but they don't know, they never stop because they are afraid. And I would say one of the, if, if I can say, am I someone to say that, but if I can say something, there is a fear culture here. And all very good and open friends that I have, Brazilian ones, are calling me of a crazy one because I, I go in those places without any problems. And I sometimes meet other foreigners doing it because it's not my problem first. And I guess if there's a dungeon, I will, I will feel it and I will go, go away. Uh, but they don't risk it. So these elements, the, the ignorance from one part to the other, from that part to the other, because most of the people working on the southern part are coming from favelas and from the northern part. And the discrepancy of revenues, of uh, level of life, of uh, comfort of life is so huge. And that's, that's, that's really a difficulty to understand. While we were standing on the balcony down there, you were telling me something about the the shootings in the favelas that have been going on lately? Yes. Um, I'm living in uh, Santa Teresa since about two years now, about, about two years and a half. And two years and a half before, it was very exceptional to hear uh, shoot, shootings. Very, very exceptional. Uh, and I would say it's about six, six or eight months ago that it began again. Uh, that you see much more and more movements from uh, of the policemen during the day, during the night, no more police around. And then you can hear, um, maybe now, maybe one hour ago, uh, shootings. Sometimes it's one, two, sometimes it's a real war that's starting. It's, uh, uh, it's, I would say it's very amazing since this place that looks like a paradise, but it's real shootings. And for instance, during the night of the first, it was the war. Who's shooting who? Personally, I don't know because I don't know them. I've been in those uh, those favelas uh, to organize a work, um, but you have clans. You have about three ones that are well known, well uh, uh, definited here, and all of them. It's a question of territories. All of them are defending territories, sometimes with alliance or sometimes with bullets. Do you get scared when you hear the gun shootings? No, I have to say that I'm uh, uh, behind uh, a curtain of trees, and uh, and here we don't uh, we don't have uh, no we shouldn't have uh, any problems. I wouldn't cross the, the street. I would say. So why have you been in so many favelas? Um, I used to found here an association with a Belgian plastic artist. Um, she created decorations of um, metro station in metropoles in the world, beginning by Paris. Uh, it was all cover, uh, covered uh, on tiles talking about human rights. Then she was invited in Brussels to create one. And then she was uh, invited in Lisbon. Then she went in Berlin and, uh, and then in Stockholm too. And she arrived here in um, São Paulo and in Rio de Janeiro. We decided, she's a friend of mine, we decided to launch a program that would not be only um, creating decoration about human rights in metro stations, but to make a participative program with some groups that would need to know what is a right and to be able to use it. So we worked uh, in schools and we are hoping to enter in about 1,100 uh, public schools in Rio de Janeiro. We already entered in 10. 
So missing two zeros to, to yeah. reach 1,000. Philippe Nothomb is the project director of Inscryer, a non-profit organization that works with local populations in communities to create artistic works and events which highlight human rights principles and cultural diversity. By letting children from favelas illustrate different human rights onto white swimming pool tiles, all these tiles will then become an installation, like a permanent exhibition. In a public place, most possible uh, out of the school, it's about 15 square meters, and you have the Human Rights Declaration, 48 uh, United Nations, and all the illustration done and signed with the name of any, any children. I, I always try to, uh, to invite uh, diplomats, for instance, to show them that uh, the, the, to the children, the parents, the, pro the teachers, how important they are, what they are doing. What they are doing is to, they are using basically one right, is the right of expression. That's one of the most important rights. Getting out of their, um, uh, their favela, their communi community, there's no one. The self-esteem is very low. And there, here, while it's, uh, the, the, the panel is, is done for definitively put in the, in the streets, they have their name. What's your dream when it comes to this project? The dream is uh, reached every time we finish a project where we see the impact of it on each uh, person that were involved, even for us. So that's the that's very smallest uh, desire I have it's, uh, that goes on. But uh, my dream uh, in terms of um, more strategically, I would say, is uh, that this Rio de Janeiro case would turn like a state case and then repetitive, uh, possibly uh, repetitive for other states. And there's one tile painting Philippe Notom remembers very well. What is very interesting uh, while the children are drawing is that more easily than talking by drawing, they say things, they go straight to the points. Uh, certainly, while we are talking about uh, rights, sometimes they don't know they have rights, so they know the opposite. And here it was very amazing. Uh, we were in the one school, very poor school, very uh, violent school, uh, surrounded by three important uh, favelas. And here, uh, this little boy drew a war, kind of a war tank that the police used to enter and uh, frighten the people in the, in, in the favelas, uh, shooting from it. And this drawing was representing war tank, that one, with a policeman on the roof of it, shooting on a little boy playing with a pipa, a kite, and killing him. So, that is very important for us to work with it. We can't leave it like this because we are talking about rights, we are talking about protection, we are talking about definition of what, what is one and the other. So we use to use this uh, situation to explain to the boy that police is there to protect him. Some bad police exists, some good band bandits exist too. <laughs> and so we work on the, the definition, the determination and the option not to turn a bandit. Sometimes we, we entered, in, it was in the same school, one little boy said, uh, while the teacher said, uh, asked, what would, would you do later? Ah, I, w I will, I will turn, uh, turn bandit. But do you know what it is? Yes, I will, I will rob the other ones, um, I will turn bandit. So, the, the delimitation is not clear, and we are working on it.
In the favela Fugueteiro, a 10-minute walk from Philip Notom's house, there's another art installation going on. Project Mourinho consists of carved brick stones in different colors and shapes. Some of them have small signs, car wash, grocery store, all stocked upon each other, creating what looks like a mini favela. Project Mourinho aims to bring positive change to the local community and to challenge the most common perception of Brazil's favelas. And you can find these installations all around the world. Sirlan Oliveira Heidevencher is the person running this particular Mourinho. He told us his dream for this place is huge, but really hard to accomplish with the difficulties, such as the wrong approach by the police, verbal and physical aggression. They really break the self-esteem of the children, he said, telling them that they'll never be anything in their lives. Lots of children come to this place to play, but he doesn't have space for them all, although he wishes he did. About 10 minutes' drive from here, there's a cafe, and sitting by one of the tables at the cafe... My name is Perola Maia Bonfanti. I am a Brazilian artist and activist. What was the problem with the Brazilian beer? Oh, God. They use transgenic corn. Which means? They can give you tumors if you drink it too much for too long. So we're not going to have Brazilian beer now? Probably not. As long as I live, I will try to avoid it. <laughs> Or the law changes. Tell me about the activism. So you're using art as a way to reach people? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, there's um, many ways of doing it. What I'm more focused now is to bring history back. You know, I think that uh, we have a lot of uh, hidden history, a lot of hidden stories behind in our past. And I think that if we don't face it and we don't realize We're not gonna move forward as a community or as a country, especially here. Every place, like I do urban interventions and I did one in New York called 13 Portos. And of course, every city is a completely different game. It's a completely different intervention because I'm dealing, we are dealing with a different community, with a different history, with a different moment and space. But here in Brazil, I think more than in America at that time, of course, we need a lot of the contact with the real history of Brazil. I'm putting this project um, during the Olympic Games. I'm putting a project in the streets and I'm bringing a lot of the history in a game. But the idea also, it's not only to bring the history in the game and make it accessible to people, to people that are passing, to people that are there, but also to connect the institutions, to connect the embassies. I want to bring as much as I can people together because we are talking about unity as well and, and coming together. Can you tell us more about the actual game? Like, yeah. what is it going to be? Of course. Um, it's uh, nine stations. Uh, it's modules. It's, it's about a house. The idea, it's in this corridor, it's the art corridor. There's an art corridor in the historical center of Rio. So the game represents an open house. So every module, it's a room of a house. The first room is, is the, the dining room. And the, the dining room is a table. And in the middle of the table, you have 
a dish that is empty. And in the dish, there's, that is also a coin from 1932. And the coin is celebrating the centenary of colonization and is adapted by an indigenous. How can they do it? You know, like, are they are they are really naive or they are really mean? No, there's no other way. So, th th there are like sound installations, uh, mural installations, and and the digital elements. But every everyone is a different. It's a totally different installation. Every place is a different thing, and they have different characters. You know, during the, the game we, we face Tia Siata, and Tia Siata she's a great, great, great character because she was a mother of saint from the African Brazil African Brazilian religion, and. People says, and not only people says, this is like already known that samba music started in her house, was born on her house. The house that we are putting it open in the streets is her house because she's known of um, a person that belonged or was together with all classes of Brazil. So her house was a, a portrait of the whole Brazilian society. So that was the, where we got the idea of putting the house open and, to, and to, to try to inspire people to understand, and I think that's one of the biggest problems, that the city belongs to us. The city is our home. You know, we citizens, we need to understand that this is our home. If you could decide how to change around things, what would you do? For Brazil, right now, I would change the, a lot of the laws. I think we need deeply um, political reformation, reform, a political reform. I would start with a political reform for sure, and I would stop the the company's money for politicians. Poli if politicians, they, if companies give money to politicians, they are not helping anyone. They are doing an investment. <laughs> so, companies and politicians, they should not stay together at all. It's it's so stupid. You see them destroying Amazon to put cows. Like seriously. Are you really like you destroy a hundred millions of species, biodiversity that is probably our biggest richness to put cows. Seriously. Like this is like or to get wood from that. How much do they have profit in that piece of wood? You know like, this is like stupid. But people are they don't have education to understand how deep is the mistake. I, I try to change that a little bit with information and games because I think if, if we are playing it, we can start to understand. But this is my role. Everyone has a different role. And all the roles are important. You've been listening to Nattluft. If you want to know more about these people and the projects we've talked about today, you'll find all the information on Nattluft's Facebook page. My name is Gabriela Lahti. Until next time, take care. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.